Hi everyone, welcome to a new podcast of Two Costa Rica Real Talk. Two Costa Rica Real Estate's podcast on all things real estate and Costa Rica. Today we're joined by Maria Jimenez, a HACO agent, who will be joining us uh, talking about uh, raising kids in the Central Pacific, the kind of activities that are available for fam families, and the whole uh, experience of like uh, having kids in this wonderful environment. Uh, first of all, uh, how are you doing, Maria? Hi, thank you. Very good. Oh, it's great to have you finally here in the podcast. Uh, perhaps the first thing that comes to mind uh, relating to the topic is the idea of the Central Pacific itself. Because for many people, like many families in Costa Rica, the Central Pacific has like always been about Jaco itself. And Jaco has it's very, a very diverse community. But for some people, the, the cliche or like the archetype is like, oh, it's the part where there are, there are like the, the parties, the bars, the casinos. But that's not entirely the case, right? Yes, that's not entirely the case. There's a lot of families that we raise uh, kids in there. We moved there three years ago. My uh, kids currently have 18, 15, and 10, so they're not that young, but we, we've been there since they are 15, 12, and 7. And we have learned a lot. Before we moved there, we used to visit the area a lot, only like temporarily, like a vacation for two nights or something like that. So we will do what a tourist does, pretty much get there, go out for dinner, go to the pool, go to the ocean, get back the next day. But now, since we live there, our lifestyle has changed and discovering classes and activities for kids to do in their afternoons, to belong in a community and to have friends and build relationships has been an important part of, of what we needed. And it's one thing that many clients think that it's not available. Because when you go and come back, you don't see it. But when you're there and you understand, you start finding all these activities, teams, after class, uh, sports, and organizations that are providing services for kids. And in your case, uh, having like have a family, how was the process of deciding on HACO specifically as a place you wanted to settle and establish yourself? Well, our process was very uh, related to COVID. Right. So it was not something we decided on one shot. We first thought we were moving there for two weeks because we all thought that's how long quarantine was going to last. And then we started seeing that we were going to stay there longer, like, okay, maybe a month. Then we moved to a trimester. Then uh, we started switching the schools for the kids because the first year they remain in the virtual school in San Jose, but living in in the area where we live. So for us, moving there was a, in, a, in a route very nice because we started adapting through the COVID period that gave us that chance to think and understand the benefits of moving there. I had thought about moving there in 2016 my husband and my kids, all of them said, under no circumstances. Mm -hmm. Then it happened in 2020 and 
and no one wants to come back. Now you ask all of them, my husband says as a joke, he doesn't have a passport to leave the area where we live now, so he can even come to San Jose, which is, some people are laughing about it. And my, our kids, they are happy there and they don't lack, they don't miss any of the activities in San Jose. They are very, very comfortable in the area. Um, before we get into the activities themselves, uh, I want to ask you about the strategic positioning of Hako for thinking about like establishing a family. Because for many uh, people in Costa Rica, particularly uh, Hako and the Central Pacific as a whole, like the beaches around Hako, like uh, Estrellos, Playa Hermosa, etc., uh, are known as destinations for weekends, for like vacations. So also it has like this, I don't know how you see it, but this like, like a halfway point as well, like a very strategic position, because as well, you're, you're like basically like an hour away from the Central Valley. We also have like the whole coast to explore in a way. So I guess it has like a wide range of options, right? Yes, correct. Uh, we're like probably 90 minutes from Santana. Mm -hmm. Usually if you drive on the rush hour traffics, that's not going to be the case, <clears throat> but we usually drive against traffic because we're, we're going the other way around or in different hours, depending. So today I'm in San Jose. I came in yesterday. I'm doing a couple things around and I'll go back tonight. And so I'll do like overnight one day or maybe if I even need to go and come on the same day, I can do it. I probably come to San Jose twice a month. I try not to, it's only depending if there's a meeting or or I want to see my parents or something like that. But it's very convenient because it's very close to have the services that... There are many services in the Hako area, really, like, you lack none. But some activities like a concert or something like that, you will be coming probably to San Jose or a soccer game of the Sele or something like that. You'll be coming to San Jose too. Yeah, that's an, inter an interesting point you, you touched upon uh, because not also like Hako has been for many years one of the main uh, tourist hubs in Costa Rica. So people associate Hako with like, all oh, right, this is like one of the first entry points towards the Pacific as well and has like a very big expat community. And, well, many things like that throughout the years have like built uh, the idea of Hako is like, again, like a, a very important destination. Uh, and as you were mentioning, like it really doesn't lack like any kind of like convenience or like modern comfort in a way. So I guess it might be also like this nice transition. Like if you're thinking about living on the beach, but also don't want to uh, leave behind some of like the more, more like modern amenities, right? Yes, yes, completely. I have come to a meeting, let's say in the Intercontinental Hotel, uh, leave my house around like 4.30, got to the activity for whatever uh, cocktail was, and at 8 or 9 I went back to my house. I was in and out in 5 or 6 hours and met people in San Jose, had the meeting, and all in one night. And I used to live on the east side of town. Many times for me to go across from the east to the west will take me 90 minutes or close to over an hour. So it's almost the same time, not the same distance, but I'm definitely understand that many times is it's almost the same. When you're sitting in, in big traffic in the cities, it's like 
uh, that time you understand that you use it for podcasts, you use it for uh, listening to audiobooks, and that's how I use the time, and I understand that I can do it and come back. It seems farther, but usually it's farther when you travel at the same time that everyone else is traveling. Then it's going to take you four hours or five hours to get to the beach and to those areas. But if you're doing it in the non-peak hours, not on a Friday going there, not on a Sunday coming back, or the holidays, it's going to be very efficient. Yeah, at the same time, as you were mentioning, it's also like you only come to the Central Valley for very specific things because as I was talking about, like uh, Hako is very self-sustainable from what I understand. Yes, yeah, like it's not like some other destinations in Costa Rica where it's mostly like tourist based because this is like an actual city where people live in and have like their day-to-day lives there, right? All the banks have services, branches there, the supermarkets, you find an automercado, you have the police, you have the maxi police. If you're familiar to Costa Rica, those are uh, Walmarts, but they are like a target for different uh, markets. You have the Mica, which is a wholesaler. We don't have a price mart or a Costco there yet, but you find enough, you find... Um, medical services there's doctors that specialize uh, in different things dentists that are good there's also uh, many law firms that can provide uh, good service uh, haircut places estheticians uh, nail places so pretty much all the services that you think there's even x-ray and uh, the drugstores for 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 your medicine so all those services can get covered within 20 minutes drive from any place you're in the central pacific you'll find uh, all of them and in hako itself there's most of them so you will find pretty much that you can do anything in there you can we our last passports we even got renew in the BCR office in Hako. Yeah. And beyond like the more like uh, day-to-day life and like modern conveniences, uh, what, what is the thing that sets apart Hako in terms of like activities? Because also the, it historically has, well, has very important like resorts uh, and uh, places that Picos go and also like foreigners go there to, for vacations. And how does do these spaces relate to someone that lives there? Uh, now, go, going to the idea of like raising your kids there, what, what kind of activities are available? Well, for a tourist, they have everything within 20 to 30 minutes. And I mean everything, they, everything related to ocean activities, everything related to mountain activities, everything related to uh, comfort, leisure, like spas or things like that. So for tourism, it's very convenient to be in Hako because you don't have to drive a lot to get to an activity that you want to. For us living there with families and kids, um, that tourism is tourism and some of the prices might be high. So it's not activities that we're doing every single week, but there's also activities like recently they open a bike park uh, there's an skate park there's uh in the municipality of garavito there's 
a soccer team so kids can go practice every single afternoon depending uh, there's a female team that's actually very good for Garavito for 10 year old and above they recently opened a mini golf in the Hako Walk and uh, my kids belong to a basketball team that's after hours as well so one professor is teaching the different groups also women and men and different ages and it's multi multi high schools it does not belong to being in a particular school or something like that so they there are many things you can find besides going to the pool because there's many pools around <laughs> as you can imagine in uh, gated communities also the gated communities offer different things like um, playgrounds and beach volleyball courts and tennis courts and things like that the pickleball is in trend right now so recently we read that uh, the municipal uh, field where there's the where they actually play play basketball. They now it's turning into a pickleball court during certain hours on three days a week. So it is a place where kids can find something to do and get better at it, and even try to participate into international levels because we have seen. Uh, nowadays, that Tencio, which is the bike rider, he is actually part owner of the bike park, I believe. He is from Hako. So there's a whole trend now about uh, the bikes. And then the uh, surfer also is Wonder. And you can, the kids start really young if they want to go boogie boarding or surfing, they can learn a lot of activities related. Uh, to surfing because between Hako, Playa Hermosa, there's enough waves you can use for learning to surf and getting uh, good at them. And besides that, the movie theater is in the in Hako. I, usually they play movies in Spanish and they have all the new releases of movies, but I learned recently that if you request in advance, you can request to play the movie in English and have like a private screening, or you can rent for private parties, or you can rent even for playing video games. So that opens activities that you can have on demand besides all the outdoors activities like hiking and uh, the aerial tram, the ATV tours, going to a waterfall, uh, going for the sunset, going for a walk in the ocean. And so it's endless. You'll be living also with the, with the wildlife because even you go one day, one afternoon to a beach and you'll be seeing the monkeys and the red macaws and all those things that are normal, really normal in those areas that when you come to the city, you're rarely going to see a bird that pretty. And uh, having had both experiences, like uh, raising kids in the city and raising kids on in the beach, uh, for you, what are, like the main benefits of this like uh, coastal lifestyle? Seeing your kids growing up in this kind of environment, they have more freedom to come and go on their own even though we live in a neighborhood where there's not a lot of kids um, they have that freedom of walking the dog and they are secure they 
go to the pool almost by themselves or the three of them and it's it's okay because it's we live in a gated community so that is that gives us uh, some security but also the lifestyle is more I'm going to say it in Spanish tranquilo <laughs> tranquil but it is like life at five you know and the sunset is a very big mark people kind of stops working and here in San Jose it used to go and continue and continue and another class and getting home and at seven and at eight and but there you're living more peacefully in many ways besides you can do ballet there's classes for kids you can do yoga classes meditation all that is awareness of self-care is very present and what what have been some of perhaps challenges that have like uh, arisen from um, that transition towards like the ghost lifestyle if there have have been any yes uh, for us has been first we move and COVID and you didn't want to see anyone so we my kids had no friends no friends for a long time so for the teenagers especially having friends was important and they had their friends online from different uh, from their previous school then they move into a homeschool system so that made it also more difficult for them to have friends because even though it's life online are what they do is they go to a school that's uh, students all around the world so not having friends has been a major thing that we have uh, to deal with but we have involved them into these after hour activities that we have found between the basketball between the soccer teams and they have joined those activities and that has helped for them to have friends that live in the area that are students that live there for our youngest uh, daughter she was for a time at home as well and then she requested to go to a school. So she goes to an actual school. There's many public schools and high schools in the area, but there's also at least four to five private schools that have different services. They are teaching Spanish and English. They follow a cluster. They are credited by MEP, the Minister of Education. So her class is around 18 to 20 students. The school she goes is around 200 students, so she has activities, they celebrate the holidays, and that has helped a lot because we have become part of the community and most of the people that live are are really happy to be there. We, we find ticos, we, have, we find combination of families like ours where my husband is from the USA, I'm from Costa Rica, we find uh, other nationalities present that Argentinians that have come to live in that area and we have activities. Also for charities, there's an organization that my uh, teenager daughter has joined, which they do beach cleanups, they tutor kids in English and things like that. So that organization also allows to allowed her to meet people so it's good oh, and it's very clear that there's like a sense of community from what you've been uh, talking about 
So perhaps like uh, to round up the podcast, I wanted to ask you, uh, for someone thinking about like uh, moving to the Central Pacific or the Hako area and having perhaps uh, doubts about taking the leap, uh, what would you recommend to them? I recommend it to everyone. And all my friends that, that are even Ticos and say like, oh, one day I wish, oh, the school, I'm like, just do it. It's going to benefit your whole life, your whole family, and they are going to be happy. And if you there's even jiu-jitsu classes and uh, martial arts classes so if there's something that you really like and your kids really like you're going to find it there and for extra classes horseback riding things like that everything is available maybe not as present or as branded as we know that they are in san jose but i recommend do it it's not easy Uh, for foreigners, I remind my clients they are moving to a new country that especially for the U.S. market, I believe that they are so used to move from one state to another state and have the, the standardization of services and they will find the same bank and things like that. But for clients, I remember them that they are moving a country, so the language is a barrier the services are not the same and more if they are moving to a coastal area but they are going to find what they need and adjust and adapt in a good way if they really want to benefit from that area because it's a very pretty area for anyone listening to the podcast uh, you can hear all of our backlog on your favorite streaming platform And you can uh, follow us on social media at Tucosterica Real Estate, where we'll be updating you on all things uh, Tucosterica Real Talk and different uh, properties and activities adjacent to the real estate world in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm.